Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going to take Brandon out and play today. Here's your five seconds of silence brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. Okay, Brandon, here's the headline. Hey, wait, before you give the headline, a a friend who's an avid listener was saying that they were saying, is it really five seconds? It seems it seems shorter or longer. I can't tell. And I'm saying, even when you don't go five seconds, I always edit it. It is five seconds. But here's the point. You shouldn't be counting. You should be taking the silence as what it is, whether it's 10, a minute, whatever. Are you telling people how to live their lives now, yes. Lawrence? Whatever the silence is in the Smarticle podcast, use it for the goodness of the universe in your head. Oh, okay. Maybe it should be longer. Maybe we should go a minute. We should. I'm just saying. All right, here we go. Give me the headline. Is relearning to play the key to happiness? This comes courtesy of Service 95. That's Dua Lipa's website. Yeah, I saw that. I looked at a Dua Lipa. I was like, wait, the singer? She has this pretty cool website that she's doing a book club and trying to make the world a better place. She has a book club. She has a podcast. And every month I get like a newsletter and she's like, this is where you should eat if you're in Versailles. I'm like, well, I'm not going to Versailles. <laughs> well, She's you like, don't eat at Versailles. If you're going shopping I... in uh, New York, yeah. go to this. Like, yeah. well, I'm not. But anyway, she had this great article that's <laughs> yeah. written by the wonderful Victoria Joy. I'm assuming because it's Dua Lipa that you'll be oh, going. This is woka, woka, woka. This is a mocha. Uh, this is probably a mocha eight, uh, maybe a mocha nine. So this Victoria Joy, is. it was a little nerve wracking. I don't want to take up the whole show talking about this, but I do know a little bit how you feel about this. She's a life coach. Oh. So I was like, okay. I know you and I are a little suspect of life coaches, but. Oh, not me. You have a very good friend (laughs) that has an elevator in his house that is a life coach. Uh, I'm not going to throw my friend under the bus who probably is is a terrific life coach, by the way. I bet he's a great life coach. I'm just saying. Why don't you go see him then, Brandon? Get your life. Well, I don't check. live in San Francisco anymore, so I okay. I could do it on Zoom. Right. I could. I could have him life coach. Me Thank on Zoom. you. Maybe and I guess need what? a life coach. Yeah. Do you uh-huh. need a life coach? I feel like you might need one too. I'm good. I'm good on the life coach. I don't know. I'm I good. Feel like we talk you about you know, we talk about your life. I'm good. I'm okay. good. Okay. All right. What What comes to mind when you think of play? Daydreaming, crafting, crosswords, puzzles, nature walks, parties. Doctor Jacqueline Hardy, author of The Brain That Loves to Play, describes it as the random and unexpected which leads us to wallow in the moment. By the way, she's a doctor. She's more than just a random life coach, but we'll go on that later. It's sad then that most adults can't recall the last time they played. And rather than assume we naturally grow out of it as we get older, know that you learn not to do it. The truth is that society doesn't place value on it. We value productivity, academic success, and good behavior. So play gets deprioritized and forgotten. When we're immersed in something enjoyable in our own choosing, neuroscience research shows that metaphorically speaking, the brain lights up. Back in the day, when I was a kid, Mm. the doorbell would ring. thousand years ago. Ding dong. John Panetta would pop out on the porch. He'd be like, hey, can Larry come play? Is he the guy that would pull the fire alarms? That John Panetta? Same guy. Oh. Or or Eric Perry or Steve Thorne. Literally, they would use the words, ding dong. Can Larry come out and play? Those sound like fake names, by the way. I don't know. Do kids do? I mean, and there's one neighbor in San Francisco where I live where kids still do that. I've been there having a drink at my friend's house. Doorbell rings. It's some kid. And he's like, hey, 
and KJ come out and play. And I'm like, oh my God, that still happens in this world. I'm assuming it does. Well, you're in an urban setting too. It's a little bit different. I mean, I think that it, it, we live in a neighborhood where there's not a ton of kids around, but we definitely oh. have neighbors next door that come over. Because you have like, a lot of black bears. So okay. they're going to eat the you, you ever, You know, it's difficult to have a real conversation with you sometimes because you, you crater it. You Safety ask first. the question, I'm trying to answer the question. Yes. I think it depends on the parents. I really do. We have friends that live in a across the city from us. Across the city here means five minutes away. But so they their kids are constantly someone's running over to their house to play in their backyard and they've got, you know, it's just but but the the reason it works is because our friends are totally open to it. They're like, Yeah, sure, of course, come over. And I think that we're now in a world a little bit where there's a lot of fear from parents to let their kids go, to bubble wrap their kid. They gotta wear a helmet to do anything, right? So it's real that's back part in. of no, but that's part of it. That's you said no, Jack Wagon. You just said, does that happen anymore? And I'm saying why it doesn't. If it doesn't, don't do that. Just shorter answers, maybe. That is a good answer. It's a freaking podcast, <laughs> jackass. Okay. So this is about adults. Okay. Do you play anymore? Yes. I think you and I are bad, bad topics ah. for this because both of us really like play. Both of us like to. I love video games. I love poker. I love I love cards. I love getting with together with friends. Back in the day before my body ached all the time, I loved to play basketball all the time, softball, anything. I love it. In fact, I went to a conference in New York City which when I was an educator where it was all about using play to teach. That's a very real movement within hmm. education, and I'm a big believer in that. I think we should have way more play in the classroom where kids, you learn from playing. And so I'm a big advocate of play. I don't, I didn't need this article to tell me that I need to play more. I definitely like to play. Like, so nowadays, a lot of people play online. Does your wife go out and play? Yeah, she probably could use more play than, than she gets. But yeah, I think so. So just on this idea of when John Panetta would come ring the doorbell, he would, you literally use the words play and that. I had no idea what that meant other than I was going to go hang out with John Panetta. Yeah. Like you're saying, yes, guys, people play basketball. You go to the well, Elks my wife, Lodge. My wife puzzles. She's a big puzzler. In fact, she's going to this like puzzle like uh, event where they're going to, it's like a competition of puzzlers, which I find but really weird. My point is more just that like adults no longer say, hey, let's just go do something. It's usually let's do this specific thing as opposed to just go out and play. Whatever it is. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think that is a, a, we're good examples of that because both of us would be like, if I rolled up to your house and be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go uh, Let's go do something. You'd be like, okay, let's go do something. Like, let's go ride a bike or let's go whatever. I don't I don't think you've lost, I, I personally don't think you as a person have lost that sense of play. That seeps down to your kids. You're always like grabbing them and taking them somewhere. That's play. So what percentage of adults with kids go out and play these days? Is it... 10%, 20%. I don't know. That's a good, I mean, apparently, apparently not enough because they wrote an article about it. Well, they do a leap wrote an article. I don't know. I know lot I know lots and lots of people that are involved in adult recreation leagues that that play on basketball, softball yeah. teams. I mean, I, I don't know. I look at it, I'm like, we love to we're we love to play kid games. Obviously, I have an eight-year-old, so we play things like trash pandas, crazy games like that. Once Clue. Again, not uh, with kids. As an adult, I understand, but I play. We play games with other adults. We play like card games with other adults. That's really fun. Corey is a huge card game player. We love 
to sit down. Like I would love to learn how to play bridge because I think it's, but, but I do think that depending on where you are, that's what's wrong with having fun. I guess. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying this. But I'm I just... think that what happens. I think that what has happened. I don't know if this has always been this way, but I think that booze is often a big part of people's play because it's the only the social hey, lubricant they have. You, I'm just saying you cut that out. I'm just saying that a lot. I mean, I wonder. The bigger question would be: Do people go out and play without booze involved? That would be a well, question I'd have. I will push back and say oh. my little group of friends in the city. You love the. We don't really do anything other than sit around and drink booze and just talk. And I don't, I mean, like for hours, yeah. we're just, just sitting that's and talking. That's not play, that's, that's conversation. I think play is when we would get together at our good friend Andrew Keller's house and play poker and yeah. you, and someone would get a bad beat. And we'd all, I mean, there's a, there's an incredible amount of joy in winning or losing and watching and playing and communicating. I love, I, the thing I miss the most from San Francisco is that monthly, I think we played every oh. two weeks or monthly card game. That was so much fun to me. I wish I could get a group. So maybe the the answer to your question is not enough because I can't get 10 guys together to play poker once a month. Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. I don't know. But I would love to start that up again because that is so much fun. You just come in so hot. Like if you play poker, anybody that played poker with you knows that you just come in and you got to be all in or all out. You can't just come in and muck hands (laughs) and have a drink. You just got to come in like, and so you're either up or you're out. You just, there's no middle. Oh, with me? Yes. No. What are you talking yes. about? I love it. Yes. I don't even yes. know what that even means, audience. I have no idea what he's talking about. We have a grown man friend, and I feel like I could name check him. Yeah. Mike Davis. Uh, Mike Davis. Good man. Who is a, I mean, I think in his, he's an older guy now, but he, in his day, I think he was an athlete and fun. Yeah. He, he is now the player pre- in college. There you go. He is now the president of the San Francisco Lawn Bowl. Yeah. Club. He dresses up and uh, everything. He, because he loves it so, it's not a political thing. He loves lawn bowling. He yeah. likes competition. And what yeah. can a grown ass old man do? Lawn bowl. He, by the way, he does it with his wife. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like, I just love this idea that. What's wrong he, with doing it with your wife? Yeah. I, uh, okay. I'm not going to tell I, your wife I, that you said that. That's another podcast. Okay. Oh, I definitely wouldn't do it with her. Oh, I don't think. Well, she's couples competitive. Can, you guys yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. It would yeah. be no fun. But I, I, I just have become enamored by he, he loved competition so much. That he found the one thing you still do as an old guy and, okay. and do it. Okay, so you've, you've said that I come in hot with cards and everything. What is an area of, of play that you'd like to to work? Like, Is there something like lawn bowling that you – because a lot of people now play pickleball, which seems to be yeah. a very popular sport. I'd love to. Um, if someone invited me to a pickleball game, I would absolutely say yes. So why haven't you sought it out? Because I, you know, I'm kind of at the whim of the kids at this point. Like, there's so many things I kind of have to do. Okay, but I think that's a bit of an excuse, bro. You can it find is a little one bit. day a week. Yep. To do something. Yeah. If the point of this article is we need to learn to play more, and I don't think yeah. you have an issue with like not wanting to do it. Yeah. So I think there's some people that are just like, why would I do that? I don't know. Why would you do that? But you're not in that case. So you would be, I, I would challenge you to go out and find that thing, pickleball, lawn bowling, whatever it is that you want to do. I had a racquetball game for years. Yeah. I def- just want, did not want to get hit in the eye with the ball. So I was kind of like. You wear goggles? You can, but it's still a little bit dangerous. And I was oh, like. Mm. Really? Who knew? Friend, I do appreciate the challenge. I, I do. There is a little bit of more room in my life for play. It, not, it's not going to be basketball. I could join the lawn bowling club. I, sure. I think you should I, do it. I challenge you to be the king be of more the lawn bowling association. I think it would be pickleball. Okay. I think it'd be pickleball. Well, let's yeah, check think... back in a couple months and see if you've taken up on that, Larry. Okay. Friend, I'd like to thank you for challenging me like you mostly do in my life. Thank you. You're challenging.